This is the Joe Mays and Jay Raff Show, giving you weekly sports analysis, opinions, and discussion. Now, here are your hosts, Joe Mays and Jay Raff. Well, good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to the 191st episode of the Joe Mays and Jay Raff Show. I'm one of your hosts, Joe Mays, and alongside of me, Justin Raffoff. Yeah, it's uh, good to be back and, uh, you know, getting getting used to this uh, time, this time slot earlier in the afternoon, but I, I, I kind of like it. Um, yeah. You know, I know I, it's a little different. gives us a little different things to talk about, but, um, you know, the games are underway, and so the NFL, there's never going to be a lack of topics. It's just what those topics may be may change focus a little bit. <laughs> right, yeah, and it's just like we said last week, doing the show a little bit earlier, which is just family reasons, you know, just stuff going on in our lives that kind of make it, make it easier if we do this earlier in the afternoon but it means we can't recap the early games because they're going on as we're talking here we'll keep you up to date on those and any standout performances that may be impacting your fantasy teams but we can talk about the thursday night game and do a better previews of the late games but more importantly usually the sunday and monday night games and i know this week the eagles are in action in one of those contests so um and a big one too although it's a real big game due, due to injuries uh, and the like this year it hasn't been as a as interesting as I think we would have liked to do it be, but it still is very important to uh, the NFC East because it's up in the air. Right. It, um, NFC East has been the definition, and we, we've come back to this term, I think, a few weeks in a row uh, on various shows, actually, and on various topics, but um, NFC East hasn't necessarily been watching. You haven't been watching good football, but you've seen some close and interesting games. Um, <laughs> and... Honestly, that's kind of where the NFC East is at right now. Now, that being said, we're only like halfway through. So as we continue to go through, if, if a team gets healthy and hot, you know, that last third of the season going into the playoffs and can really secure, uh, you know, the guaranteed playoff spot, uh, which is right now what it looks like East is going to be relying on to get for the representatives. Yeah. But, um, you know, if a team gets healthy and hot, you know, the last third of the season, who knows, you know, I – I, I look at, really, I'd say there's three contenders. Technically, there's still four in there. Um, and by contenders, again, I mean for the division. For right? the division. Right. No, yeah, I think people I think that. But I, I think Dallas, New York, and Philly all still have a legitimate shot at it. I know some people be like, Dallas, but, you know, if Dallas wins today. They're right back they're, in They're it. right back in it, you know, and, and – so, and they'd be tied with the Eagles and actually would have the tiebreaker because then right, Dallas they would have, they would have beat them twice. Right. So, like, no one and, – and I think the team – I think the Eagles, like I said, I've said early on, I think the season is going to – like, the games they play are a microcosm for the season. They're going to have done too much damage early on, and I don't think they necessarily will be able to overcome it. Even though I look at teams like the Giants, I think the Giants have maybe squandered the biggest opportunity here. Mm-hmm. Um because they, more than anyone, I think, should have jumped out to a bigger lead. When you look at it, they should have won week one against Dallas, a division win. And they should have won week, won two. week two against Atlanta. Um, yeah, it, like, and we've talked about this before. Even if they get one of those, if they get the Dallas one, which they absolutely should have gotten, that's a two-game swing because it's a divisional game. What I think hurts the Giants more so, other than their slow start, like you mentioned, is that loss last week to the Saints hurts – yeah. On two levels, one they couldn't extend their division lead, and two the Saints are turning it around. And if they, it comes down to a lot of teams at nine or ten wins for the wild card, yeah. they now lose that tiebreaker. Right, right. 
there is no way you should score 49 points and in an lose. NFL game and lose. Ever. Dude, to me, Ever. if you score, and this goes at all in the levels. you like, I, I think you have to win that game. Yeah, well, like, I completely agree on that. I was going to say, if you score 28 or more, I feel like you should win that game. Right. And if you don't, your defense was awful. I was even, like, I'm even thinking, if you're playing great teams, like, if you score 31 and a half, all right? Right. So, I would put it at 31 and a half, basically meaning four touchdowns right. and a field goal. Right. If you score that or more than that, so 30 and a half. you, you should absolutely half. win that right. game. Like, now, that's... You're not going to necessarily win a lot if you're constantly giving up 30 points. But, um, yeah, the Giants had an opportunity, I think, maybe more so than anyone else to distance themselves. The Cowboys are getting some guys back. You know, Dez was back last week, but on, like, the pitch count. Um, you know, he, he'll he be back this week. But, again, you never know with, with those foot injuries. Sometimes that can be a problem. You know, it can cause uh, other problems if he's not healthy. But, anyway, you, you know, that's a big game tonight um, because the Eagles could get the four and four. Giants are playing later this afternoon um, against Tampa, who's three and four. You know, not not necessarily overly impressive, but not the you know pushover they were last year. No, and they could have more wins too. They squandered right. the game against the Redskins. Yes. yes. Uh, so, so. You know, but we said that at the beginning of the year. We said Tampa Bay is not going to be a two and fourteen team, right? You know, they, they didn't look good against uh, you know the matchup of rookie and, quarterbacks in Week One. But, but to give Jameis credit, since then he's looked, he's done what you need your rookie quarterback to do. He he's making improvements. He still makes rookie mistakes, but he's making improvements. He's saying the right things. He's you know he's seems to be improving and the team seems to be improving too and last week was a huge win for them yeah and i mean atlanta was on a roll now you know we're it's atlanta's a funny team because i predict them to win the division uh-huh. and you know they were at one time undefeated but none of their wins have been that great they've gotten the win so people say well they're good wins because they they got the w and that's fine that's all it comes down to but when you're looking long long term and projecting they weren't great wins because they right. were coming behind. Almost, I think at least five of their six wins, they were trailing in the fourth quarter. Yeah. So they weren't dominating any games. And now last week they trip up to Tampa Bay. Now maybe this will end up looking like a, not a bad loss. Maybe Tampa Bay will turn it around right. and get, you know, seven, eight wins and right. be one of those yeah. teams that's on like, the bubble. You look at that, you know, I'm like, Tampa sitting there at three and four. The Eagles are at three and four. And I just talked about how, you know, if they win today, they're right in the thick of it. Right. Now, the there's only a thing, difference. There's no undefeated team sitting there. The, in the NFC South, East. they have a yeah. seven and oh and a six and two. And the Saints look like they might have turned things around now too at least offensively you know and it, right so all of a sudden the nfc south is pretty competitive right. whereas like a month ago they looked like they were all, well it was the haves and have nots now it's uh, there's no real easy game there right. um so it'll be interesting to kind of see how that how that plays out um so there are some interesting games between teams with losing records basically but because of the way the season's shaping up um losing record doesn't necessarily mean you are done right now so um We'll continue to kind of keep an eye on these things uh, as we go through. But like you said, huge matchup for the Eagles and Cowboys tonight in Dallas. Uh, the Eagles, that's the game Romo got hurt and, and left um, last time. And Dez was already out. And the Eagles' offense was literally non-existent. They would have been better if they ran like the offense from like Waterboy where they just punt and then <laughs> just take their chances on picking off Brandon Whedon. That would have been their better option. Um I don't really know what to think. Um, the Eagles are coming off the bye, so they have the extra week. They have, you know, a chance to 
you know, if Andy Reid was coaching him, this would be a guaranteed win. Right, exactly. Um, I, I really don't know what to think. Um, you know, it, it's a must-win. It's a primetime game. But there's nothing I've seen from the Eagles that leads me to believe, oh, they're going to go in and take care of business today. You know, it wouldn't shock me. Like, there was no outcome for this game that would surprise me. Eagles, Everything from an Eagles blowing out Dallas to Dallas blowing out the Eagles – and anything in between, I can see it all. Yeah, well, now absolutely I mean, because of our location and your fandom, let's just focus on the Eagles a little bit more here before okay. we move on. Let's look at the remaining schedule. You mentioned they're three and four, right. but they're in it in the division because the right. division there's um, you know and, there's no great team, but and their one division win is over the team that's over, ahead of exactly. them. Exactly. So and now obviously they still have to play them, and that is the last game of the year, which could <laughs> realistically not oh, only gosh, decide the division, could decide yeah. if any of them get in the wild card game right. too. Um, so we got in Dallas tonight, Sunday mm-hmm. night, NBC eight thirty, big game. Next week, uh, that, I consider that one a toss up. Like you yeah. just said, it yeah. could be an Eagles blowout victory. It could be a Cowboys blowout victory. It could be everything in between. Next week, now to me, is a toss-up. I I would favor agree. I I would absolutely. favor the Eagles. So would I. But, but I, I you know who knows? That's before the Eagles who, play this week. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. Now, but even if even if the Eagles blow them out and if the Dolphins lose today, I still consider that a toss-up because. I haven't seen any consistency out of either, either one of the either teams. Team, yeah. So, so I would I would consider this week a toss up, next week a toss up. So that so technically we're saying there's a 25 percent chance they win both those games. I, and I don't see any problem with <laughs> right, that whatsoever. Right. But I also uh, you know 25 percent chance they lose both of them too. Absolutely. Um, so they could be three and six on you know the week leading up to Thanksgiving, oh, or gosh. they could be five and four leading up to Thanksgiving. But that's where it gets. Not interesting, but I guess the pressure really comes on because yes. you have to win those next two games. Yeah, Tampa and Detroit. You have to Detroit. beat Tampa, okay, the week leading up to Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Then on a short week, you have to go to Detroit, right. who's struggling this year, but it's Thanksgiving. Right, it's Thanksgiving. You it's have to Detroit. beat the Lions. Ugh. You have to beat the Lions yep. on that Thanksgiving game. So, you know, regardless of what happens against Dallas this week and at home against Miami next week, you have to win on the 22nd and 26th. So they need to go three out of four here. You're they right. Need to win three out of and four. And you mentioned last week about my team. Miami needs to go three and three and one, three right. out of four in November to be relevant in the AFC playoffs. I'm perfectly chase. fine if that one is the Eagles. By the way, help us both out. <laughs> like, and they can win the other ones in November. That would be fantastic. So, um, that's where we stand with the Eagles through November. Then I think we all are in agreement that the December sixth game is a loss. Yeah. And the Eagles go to I New mean, England. Don't get me wrong. I'm going to root for the Eagles. Well, yeah, I'm not saying you're not going. There gonna. is. There is no way. And when analyzing the schedule, I'm saying. There is no way the Eagles win that game. None. None. December 13th, December 20th, December 26th, and January 3rd, to me, are all toss-ups. Now, maybe you would say the Arizona game is a loss. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Now, not as much, not as confidently as I would have said three or four weeks ago. You know, this is over a month away, month and a half right. away. So you don't just, know what will happen. Between. Arizona yeah. hasn't been playing. Is Carson Palmer still going to be playing a month from perfectly now? Perfectly reasonable expectation that he could, may not right. be. But you know, looking ahead, then you have two must wins. If they lose one of those two must wins, yeah. that's a bad sign. Yeah. Then, then you have to win one of the games. You're, you're not. You would have to win that Arizona game to even maybe make up for it. And maybe New England, like, but isn't you know, because like, the I mean, obviously the division games are important. The Dallas game this honestly, week. honestly, I think the the worst one to lose would be Tampa, 
because Tampa may at three and four may be in that pack of teams too. Well, I was going to say the same thing about Arizona though, because you don't know. Seattle and St. Louis are starting to play better. Right. So Arizona's not guaranteed to win that division. So if they slip back and are challenging for a wild card spot, you lose to Arizona on December twentieth, and all of a sudden, who Bruce Arians I think is two and zero against Chip Kelly. I think you're right. Yeah. So. Yeah, this this game against Dallas is huge because then that changes the tone for next week's game against the against the Dolphins, um, and then the following week is Tampa. So they're at Dallas tonight, but then they're home two weeks in a row, then they're on the road two weeks, then they're home three weeks in a row. The first, well, no, sorry, the last three games of December for them, they are at home against Buffalo, Arizona, and Washington. Yeah. They've got a bunch of toss-up games that you have to win. You have to win some of these. They um, have they have nine games left, six toss-ups, I think one likely loss, six, two I likely I honestly wins. think if they go six and three, I think... Nine and seven? See, that's the thing. Being at know. three and four, if you only get nine wins, is that going to be good enough? It, and it's crazy. It'll depend what wins those are. Like, if their losses are to Miami... And Buffalo, uh, Miami, and New England. Miami, Buffalo, New England. You lose yeah. to all the AFC well, teams, and that's that's a possibility. But then you likely, but then you, you beat the your NFC teams, right? You have right. the ones that matter. If they if they lose, even if they lose two out of those three to AFC East teams, and then one somewhere else, depending on who it is, you've got you're giving yourself a chance. But I think nine and seven would. It, I would have nailed it when I said early in the season. Before the season, I thought they'd be better. But early in the season, when I was like, they're just going to dig themselves too deep of a hole. And you look at one of those games that they should have won early on that they didn't. And that's the difference again, just like last year. And, you know, and I I don't know. I think six and three is doable for this team. I don't know that seven and two is, you know, that's right. the problem. And, and that's I, the thing. The seven and two, I haven't seen. I have, I'm not sure I've seen anything that makes me really I don't want to say confident because I'm not at all confident, but I don't know I don't know if I if I had to put like a, a ranking of zero to a hundred of my level of confidence uh, that they'll go six and three, I'd put it probably at like thirty eight percent. Like I'd only give them like a thirty eight percent confidence rating that they go six and three. Honestly, with the way they've been playing and this coming from a, you know, unbiased, you know, because yeah. I don't care. Yeah. It doesn't matter to me other than I hope they lose next week. <laughs> um, I hate you. Honestly, I would say more likely than not, they're destined to be go five and four or four and five and be yeah. seven and nine or eight and eight. Yeah, I, I would agree with Because I don't think they're bad enough to only win one and right. one or two of those, but I also don't think they're good enough to win seven or eight of them. Right. I could see them winning three, four, or five, though. More if quickly. I had to pick between them going seven and two or two and seven... I'm going to have to pick two and seven. How crazy is that? Two and seven. I don't know. That's a That would be a tough now, stretch to finish. But, and then it also comes down to what if they struggle a little bit here, but they, they win their last three and sneak into the playoffs. Now you're playing a team. We saw this happen with the Giants yeah. in 2011. They won their last like four well, that's or something, thing. Beat, beat, played the Patriots tough in the regular season, and, and went on the And that's why this week is a big game because – if the NFC East continues to just stumble around, especially in their non-division game, then just if they keep winning enough to stay in it, and then they win, you know, if they if they beat Dallas tonight, they will have split with Dallas. 
their last two games are Washington and the Giants. If they beat Washington, they will have split with Washington. If they beat the Giants, they will have swept the Giants. All of a sudden, nine and six probably gets you in then. You know what I mean? Like nine and it, seven. Yeah, sorry. Nine and seven probably gets you in if you if they win their three remaining NFC East games starting tonight, I think nine and seven gets them in. Because, you know, then I guess you have to find three other wins then. You know, well, that that's I'm the tough looking part. Looking at it and we've we've analyzed this a lot. On the other hand, if they if you add those losses in and those other teams don't pull away, and this is getting crazy, but does eight and eight get them in? It's, it all depends on what's happening in the other divisions. It's really tough to say without looking at everything, uh, the the grand the grand picture. Right, right. Uh, it's really tough to see, but I think eight and eight in the division, like, it's not unreasonable to think that, you know, if the Giants fall off and if they beat Dallas tonight, that eight wins could be what gets the division champion in. Now, it's not likely. I think you're going to need at least nine, but eight could get you in. It's not out of the realm of possibility, right. but looking anyway, at it, I think the team that wins tonight, even if it's Dallas, which would only get them to three wins, I believe. Yes, three and five. They both be three right. and five then. But you know, Dallas has Romo coming back eventually. Um, I hear all this talk, like people are talking, like, "Oh, he's going to be back soon." No, he's out until at least a set date because he's on the IR, like that IR with eligibility the first return. Di- first game he's eligible is November twenty second, which is when Dallas goes to. Miami. <laughs> of course. <laughs> of course. Um, but anyway, it, it's just one of those things that... So he's out this week and next week for certain. Tonight and next right. Sunday. I'm pretty sure there's not a more important 2-5, and 3-4 and four matchup in the league than the, the Sunday night game. You're probably right. You know, Other than maybe that Tampa Bay game we talked about. But I think yeah. they're playing... Who are they, they're playing the Giants. Right. Which actually, that is a pretty that's big a game, big game too. too. Go Tampa. <laughs> All right. So that's, again, the Sunday night football game on NBC at 830 tonight is Eagles visiting the Cowboys. And, uh, you know, we just talked about it for like 20 minutes. Yeah. That's a pretty big game. Um, before we move on to anything else, doing any previews or, or going over what's happening in the action in the early games, uh, let's go to Thursday night and talk a little bit about Browns and Bengals just temporarily because it wasn't a great game and it kind of uh, finished how we expected it to. Cincinnati won 31 to 10, and we'll pull up uh, the, some highlights for you and talk about the, the game. And as soon as I can hit play. All right, so, and this is from NFL.com, NFL Network video here, uh, if you're watching us on Ustream. So, Browns had Johnny Manziel at quarterback, and um, I think it kind of went the way a lot of people expected it to. Well, early on, you're like, oh, man, Johnny Manziel kind of, you know, kind of looks like he's, you know, getting the job done, but then they kind of figured him out. I I liked the the announcer said, um, I think it was, uh, his coach at Notre Dame called Tyler Eifert when he was going in the draft. He's um, he's the guy that turns um, red zone field goals into red zone touchdowns, uh, you know, because he just and it took a few seasons, but I right. mean, he is on fire he, this year. Right, and he was he was looking good last year until he got he had that really bad elbow injury, which um, which was on the first play of the year. Right, but I mean, like <laughs> he, he was it was he was looking like he was poised to have a have a big year. Um, but yeah, he's he's doing he's doing really well. And funny how that's so closely tied. Andy Dalton has been looking really good too. You know, um, I've heard, I know he had at least two. He had two, he had two I in, think the, he first had the first half. Two. Um, you know, and 
it, it's one of those where the Browns, you know, the Browns defense was supposed to be, you know, what had over the last couple of years had been what kept them in some games. And, uh, you know, even last year they had a decent, you know, record again, you know, through most of the season. And then yeah, they couldn't put it together offensively. Now they're still, still struggling to put it together offensively. And the defense has kind of gone away. Now I know they're playing, they were playing an undefeated team, but that their rush defense is, is not good. And, uh, Joe Hayden, does okay on the outside sometimes but he he's he's been banged done. up this right. year now i say that uh it's not like aj green didn't really light it up on no yeah on thanks that. thanks about that <laughs> um on thursday night but um you know that scored 31 points right and that's the thing that's that's the difference with this Bengals team like you look at last year where aj green was out now i know having aj green in the game and not put up numbers is completely different than aj green out like i get that but when they didn't have like anyone else, and AJ Green was a little banged up last year, they struggled to score. Well, now they've got two capable running backs, right? Um, in Hill and and Bernard, which they they both do well when they go in there. Um, Andy Dalton has you know put it together, and they've got you know uh, AJ Green and and some other guys. It, the Bengals are looking good, but we say this every week, and everyone's going to say it. I want to see it in the playoffs, you know, like when, when we get to the well, playoffs. Yeah, you... But this team, you look, tight end, and they can run the ball, and a good defense. This team's built for the playoffs now. Like, yeah. They're, yeah. it's not – early on in Dalton, it was like they spread out and they were just gunning it to, you know, A.J. Green and those guys passing a lot. Yeah, it, it, it's a different feel. I, this Bengals team feels different to me than, than the last few years. Yeah, definitely. I completely agree. And I still do think, you know, that it's definitely uh... – reasonable to say i want to see it in january oh, absolutely but they're eight and oh they just it, they, it just feels different right you uh, don't get to eight and oh because like flukes in the nfl like it doesn't happen you know is it, it you know it, if you're talking like five and oh six and oh like i okay when you get start getting to eight like we're we're halfway we're through halfway november through the season they haven't lost we're halfway through november and they haven't lost yet okay you know you, you're you're for real and you look in that division, and you know we'll, we'll talk about some of the games today. But man, they they could, depending on how things go, they could have this wrapped up by December. This division. On the yeah, other hand, crazy. there's two other teams in the AFC that haven't lost yet, so they wouldn't even necessarily get a bye yet. You know, yeah, like how, how, how crazy is that? Yeah, how, like wow. Think and about the, it. The, you could have you could have a two loss team in theory in the third seed as the third seed. Well, would be the third. Depending on how what else happens, but right, um, you would expect them to be the third seed. Right, think about that. You could have a two-loss AFC team playing in in the without getting a bye and having to go on the road in the in the second week of the playoffs. Yeah, it just depends on how the way things uh, shape up. But <laughs> how crazy is that? Yeah, I mean, now we're we're only halfway through, you know. It, but yeah, wow. I mean, boy. That would be something. Now, some of those teams play each other. Well, I, actually, I think the only ones that play each other are the Broncos and Patriots. See, I thought the I, Bengals played played them yet, but maybe not. Well, let's maybe check not. right now. Pull it up here. The remaining Bengals schedule is yeah, they play Houston at Arizona, St. Louis at Cleveland, Pittsburgh at San Francisco, at Denver. Right. At Cincinnati, right. could you imagine in Week 16 if those two teams are 14 and 0? 
Oh. But that would mean, well, that would mean Denver would beat, beat New, England. New England. But then think about how big that is. What if Cincinnati's fourteen and zero and Denver's thirteen and one? What? What if they both? What if they all win, and you end up with a fifteen and one New England team that lost at Denver? That is the three seed. It could happen. Because because fifteen and one Denver that loses to Cincinnati is the two because they have the tiebreaker over New England. Right. And then we're talking Cincinnati went sixteen and zero. Right. So sixteen and zero and two fifteen and one teams on the AFC. Now, now that's not going to happen. I, if it would, it'd be probably it'd be the craziest, probably the best year for AFC the AFC ever. Right. Like to have that many those three teams at like fifteen and one, maybe <laughs> one better. Could you imagine? No. I really, I, I really. Mean, I, I, but see, this is the funny thing. Like a few weeks ago, we we're like, it's early. It's Imagine early. being the wild card team that has to go to New England, though. <laughs> a fifteen and one New England team. Oh man. Now I don't think it's going to play out that way. But just in terms of the record, and just for our listener in New England, I don't know when when he'll hear this, but I'm I'm only saying New England as the example lost there because of the way things work right, out. Yeah. And the schedule that would work out. If better, they beat Denver, then better it, talking not, point for right. Us, yeah. Right. It just it was just conveniently set up that way. All right. Let's uh, talk about some of the early games here. Or at least get some scores here. Whoa. Uh, Carolina is all over Green Bay now. Green Bay was undefeated going into Denver last week, and they struggled. Right. In but the Denver. offense has struggled for a month. And now Carolina has put up 27. They scored 24 second yeah. quarter points. It was seven three at the end of the first quarter. And Packers. Now, Carolina leads twenty-seven to seven. Right now, Green Bay just got the ball back, but they're eighty yards away and forty seconds till halftime. Right. So, so if they can't get something here, now Panthers did get the ball to start the half or start the game. So Green Bay, if they could get a field goal and then get your or a touchdown and then get the ball back to start the second half, you almost think that's what they have to do um, because you look at the Panthers. You know, while not terrific, you know. You, you spotted them 20 points, man. Wow. Like that's that's tough. Yeah, I mean, Green Bay on paper has the offense. They've shown it before, but 20 points in Carolina. Panthers are undefeated, too, man. That's like, yeah. that's crazy. Yeah. That is absolutely crazy. <coughs> um, speaking of my uncle just a few moments ago, the undefeated Patriots are up on the Redskins 17-3. to A little surprised it's not bigger than that. Right. Um, but New England, I mean, they're in control. I don't see them losing to Washington, especially at home. So you expect New no. England to roll to 8-0, as it looks like the Car- Carolina is ready to go to 8-0. Uh, the 1-6 Titans are visiting the 4-4 four four Saints. The Saints are up 21-17, to but Tennessee does have it in the red zone in the final two minutes of the first half. Um, so that one's close, probably closer yeah. than we expected Again, with the way New Orleans has been playing. This is a huge game for them because it's a game they so, have to win. Except the Saints haven't been able to stop anyone. Like, they've outscored teams. Uh, well, they stopped Atlanta a couple weeks ago, but that was Thursday night. I write off, like, primetime games in New Orleans, like, that's just crazy stuff happens. Um, <laughs> last week, I mean, they couldn't stop the Giants at all. They give up 49 points, and they still won. Like, that's insane. That's like, crazy. I, I still yeah. can't get you over that. You give up 49, you shouldn't win. <laughs> no, no. Just like we said earlier about the Giants, you give up, you score 49, you have to win. You give up 49, you should not win, and they did. Um, Drew Brees looks like, hey, I want to play some more. You know, like, early in the season, it looked yeah, like. Yeah, if it's uh, not you know. for New Orleans, now, it should be this for being said, This being said, right, he holds the record for most games with consecutive games with a touchdown pass at 54. That was that ended a few years ago. He is currently at forty four straight games with a touchdown. Like it, it, it's insane. It's insane. This is a guy 
Could have been Dolphins quarterback just saying. Oh, <laughs> oh sorry. Really? <laughs> sorry. You had to go there. Him and Nick Saban could have been a dynasty man. Uh, speaking <laughs> I'm sorry. of the Dolphins, I'm sorry. <laughs> they are uh, in Buffalo and apparently not recovered from their extra time off after the shellacking New England game last week. They're in Buffalo. They're down 12. It's 19 7 in favor of the Bills. Miami spotted Buffalo two points on an early safety they for are the second week in, in a row. Inside the 10. But yeah. uh, yes, Miami does have the ball inside the 10. 30 seconds left in the first half. Hopefully they can get a touchdown or at least a field goal on the, on the board. Um, so that game's not certainly not in uh, in doubt or decided yet, uh, but Buffalo does lead Miami 19 to seven right now in a huge game in the NFC. Uh, Minnesota looking to uh, really possibly tie the Packers in the NFC North yeah. if Green Bay loses to Carolina, which like we said, Green Bay's down by 20. Uh, Minnesota is at home against the Rams, who are trying to jockey for position in the wild card race, or po- quite possibly, depending on what Arizona and right. Seattle do, and in don't the forget NFC the Rams West. beat Seattle Week One, right? Like, and they beat Arizona. Two teams they playing beat for a lot. Seattle and Arizona There's already. A lot on the line in, the, yeah. in this game for St. Louis and Minnesota. Minnesota is losing down two. They were up ten to six at the end of the first, but the Rams have added six more to take the twelve ten lead. They're in the final minute of the first half. And the Rams have it in Minnesota territory. They're at the 30, but under a minute to play. Um, but another very important game and a very close game. Yeah. So, yeah, that that's a big one there in, in Minnesota. Jacksonville's in New York playing the Jets today. The Jets are trying to rebound after starting 4-1. They've lost two in a row to the Patriots and to the Raiders. Right. Well, lost to the Patriots was a tough one. They played them well. They, they lost. The loss last week was... Jets. It yeah, was the typical was... Jets. And their defense has been awful the last few weeks, which is um, un-Jets-like and un-Todd Bowles-like over the last couple of years. It, I Immediately when I heard Todd Bowles' defense struggling, I thought back to Philadelphia. Not necessarily his fault. Like, you know, he was to blame some of it, but it just it went bad in Philly for him. Um, but the Jets, you know, Gave up 10, but they were able to score 14. Uh, you know, I don't know. The defense, here's one. If if they give up more than 20 points to the Jaguars, though, I don't think they win the game. You know, No, you're they, right. You're right about no, that. No, I say that. They they could score one second-half touchdown, you know, and still win if they give up 20. But basically, if they give up more than 10 points in the second half, I don't think they're going to win the game. Right. The Jets trying to keep pace in the AFC wildcard chase where the Jaguars are just kind of playing for pride because even a win here at three and five, right. um, I don't think they have much opportunity unless they be close to running the table yeah. uh, to do anything in the AFC. But Jets up 14 to 10 at halftime. And a game almost at halftime, a minute to play here. Raiders getting ready to punt to the Steelers who have the lead 18-14 in Pittsburgh. And uh, another game with teams hovering around 500 or at 500, but incredibly important in terms of the AFC wild card. Well, the Steelers are four, right now four games behind the Bengals. Right. So, all right, kind of and in that second place. By. If they lose today, they're four and a half, and they've lost to the Bengals already. They're they're the in a lot of trouble done. in the division, and at four and five. And when we talked about, there's three. As of right now, three unbeaten teams in the AFC already. Like, not that just means you could have some really good teams in other divisions that are going to be wild card teams. Right. So, yeah, Steelers need this one. So do the Raiders. Uh, the Raiders have it. Regardless of what happens here, the Raiders are heading in the right direction. Finally, now 
I say that if something happens, maintain? right? Can they do it over the rest but of the season? I don't know. But... They've got a young trio on offense, right. and Derek Carr, quarterback, Latavius Murray at running back, and um, Amari Cooper at receiver. Right. Michael Crabtree's playing front well for them. Their line right. is blocking. Their offense is being right. able to make some, put up some points. Then on defense, with you know the venerable and you know, apparently ageless Charles Woodson right. and Khalil Mack right. terrorizing they defenses. Help. They need some help on defense. Which it's going to be interesting to see if the defense can hold up as the season goes on. Right, and right. I mean th- maybe they're a year early, but Oakland is definitely rebounding. But also, look. All right, so they're getting some great experience and some big wins this year. If they can add help in, in on that defensive side and continue to build on offense, man, they could be at the right spot at the right time in right. that AFC West. Right, because who knows what's going to happen with Philip Rivers? Who knows what's going to happen with Alex Smith and uh, and uh, even. Uh, Andy Reid in Kansas City, and, and the same thing goes for in, in Denver. Denver. Denver's when's, on a year-by-year basis When's right Peyton now? Manning going right. to hang it up? Not that he's lighting the world on fire. That defense is very good. Right. But a lot of those players, I think, um, sign short-term contracts right. to kind of capitalize on the end of the Peyton Manning era. So there's no guarantees Oakland could be getting hot at the right time. Right, exactly. So they uh, trail Pittsburgh by four, nearing halftime there. Uh, the Rams just kicked another field goal to go up 15-10 to 10 on the Vikings. Now, some of the late games, we previewed the Sunday night game. The um, the three evening games feature, again, Giants-Buccaneers, which we talked about earlier. Uh, Falcons, I don't like that the schedule's so un- uneven. I wish it was more even. I, right I wish there was another game right. late. I think there should be a well, minimum of four there's games. There's six though. teams on bye this week. so Which should, which should also not happen. Like That bothers me. You know, I get it, but it bothers one me. One of the things being tossed around eventually in the next, I'd say probably five, six years, um, cutting the preseason back to two games, adding two two weeks onto the regular season, not right. two games, two weeks, right. but each team would have two buys then. Right, and I'd be fa- I'd seventeen that, games, two buys. Right, if it if it meant like that, you if it was more evenly distributed, like six teams on buy, like that's a lot, like, right, for one week. Like, why is it this week? Like, yeah, the why, logistics you know? surrounding that, I don't know what they're asking. I know, very I know the talks. London games throw stuff in there, you know, like have you know stuff, but whatever then the last game which at the beginning of the year should have been circled and an ex- as a huge exciting matchup Peyton Manning returning to Indianapolis as a Bronco they're undefeated thought the Colts could be there as well well the Colts have struggled they're 3 and 5 who knows what's going on with Andrew Luck and um is uh, Pagano going to be there next week let alone at the end of the season um Denver looking to stay undefeated and be up there with Cincinnati well, and New England and in the you AFC talk about an interesting dynamic here um, there was an article on ESPN.com this week about how many high school football players in the state of Indiana are named Peyton, and it's like 50-some high school football players named Peyton in Indiana. He has a chance to set um, the record for regular season wins and um, record for passing, passing yards, yards in this game in Indianapolis. in Indianapolis. Like, there could be some – like and. It wasn't like a bitter breakup in Indianapolis, you know. It's not so they like they just kind of decided to go their own right. separate ways. So and the Broncos, all the talk, all the talk is how they want to win this game for Peyton because they lost last time, like his first trip back to Indianapolis. They lost. They the team wants this so bad for Peyton. It's going to be interesting. I don't know how the Colts are going to score on on their defense. T. Y. Hilton, no. I think, is out. Yes. Um, I don't know how they're going to score. Like. I, now, because of that, Indianapolis will win. Yeah. Right, of course. Because <laughs> it makes no sense. That's what will happen. Um, but, no, it it is, a, it is a big game 
you know, because Denver needs to keep pace with the other undefeateds. It, right. You know, because so Peyton crazy. needs the buy. You know, like Peyton needs to be one of those top two teams. Uh, at the same time, that defense, man, defense travels, and so going into Indy, I I think Denver. I, I don't. Oh see... yeah, I completely think that Denver's going to beat on front and pretty right. good. And yeah, it's interesting because. You know, he had some playmakers on defense when he was in Indianapolis, but the defenses weren't... They were bend, don't break. Right, and they just had pass rushers and guys in the backfield, and Peyton would put up a ton of points, and the other team always had the pass. This is different. This is a big-time defense. It's a balanced defense that can and rush people are like, the oh, Peyton lost it. Peyton, Peyton doesn't have it. Okay, he, he's not the same old guy, but he threw for over 300 yards last week. 340. Right. Now, he didn't throw for any touchdowns, but that's because they ran the ball down the throats of the Packers. They didn't have to. Like, right. yeah, he didn't need to throw for a touchdown. He moved them right down the field, and they scored. You know, like, um, and that's what they need to do. So, Denver goes to Indy tonight. They then host the Chiefs, travel to Chicago, and then the big one, the Sunday night game, uh, Thanksgiving weekend, uh, is quite, quite possibly a matchup of undefeated teams when the Patriots go to Mile High to take on the Broncos. I love Thanksgiving. Like I wish that was the Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving night game. How crazy that would, would be that great. be? That'd that be would great. be awesome. See that I don't. That wouldn't. Ha- well, it could because it's the NFL. The NFL could definitely give that game to the NFL Network. But they should just be like, "Hey, well, so we're gonna flip these games." Because right, right. <laughs> I'm not sure what game so, is. This. Yeah. About so that. about that. <laughs> yeah. So um, I I mentioned in passing, but it's at six and two Atlanta at two and six San Francisco. That's the third and final uh, four four fifteen kickoff game. Uh, and then we talked a ton about Eagles Cowboys. The Monday night game is Bears Chargers. Neither team really playing for anything. Oh, there. I really thought about the, in this one, and I, I not all I thought about, but one of the things was about how when the schedule came out, when the schedule came out, they talked about how um, there was, you know, some rumblings at ESPN because of the way ESPN handled some like NFL news that. When the NFL gave the schedule, they gave Sunday night games to NBC were really good games. Well, that was actually and, explained uh, right. in the book. Uh, these guys have all the fun. That okay. book about ESPN. Right, 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 right. And I think this was this follow up article was kind of about that idea as well in terms of just looking applying it towards this season. And yeah, like it's now some of that like there's no control over it. You know, some of that there, there's very little. We thought. We thought the Bears were going to be bad, but we thought the Chargers were going to be good. Right? You know, we thought they were going to be challenging. Like they, they seem to have found their offense. You know, all this stuff. Um, by the way, Keenan Allen lacerated kidney. You know. Yeah. I just think about getting hit hard enough to tear your kidney. Like that's. Well, we know uh, someone. We could ask yeah, him how that feels. I I imagine it it hurts. He actually <laughs> sent a tweet out. Was like, I feel for you, bro. Something like that on <laughs> on Twitter. Uh, so that was funny last week. Um, but looking ahead, the Thursday night football game on Thanksgiving is Bears at Packers. So, right. I mean, a rivalry, historical and, game, right. but Bears are out of it. And depending right. on how the Packers are playing, who knows? They might be still fighting with the Vikings right. for that division title. And we said the Eagles and Lions play, so I'm interested in that game. Panthers-Cowboys, that could be, if especially the Cowboys win tonight. Like and, that could and be, if Romo's back, right, that, that could, could be, be a second big game. game back. Because the week before... They play the Dolphins in Miami. That right. I think is the first. Well, week here's he's the eligible. thing. So, do you bring him back there? Well, I mean, I don't know what how you handle a collarbone issue. Do you bring him back and then play him on when he going into a short week? You know? Yeah, it's tough. It's tough to say. Especially, what if they don't win a game between now and then? Right. You know, yeah. 
then then do you do it? A guy who has a history of injuries like that, like do you rush him back? I, it all depends on what the other teams do. Right, Actually, exactly. No, it doesn't. It matters on what Jerry Jones wants to do. Let's, true, let's true, be true. very clear about this. It is very different than any other team's situation. It is solely going to be Jerry Jones's decision. Yeah, you're right about that. So um, that's NFL Week 9. Not too much had changed. I did see that apparently Miami sucked and didn't get any points inside the 9 in the final minute of the first With half. It, I think they had a timeout. Too. So I have no idea too. what happened there. i assuming they turned the ball over. I'm just thinking it's probably better we were down here. Oh, uh, yeah, it's yeah. definitely better. <laughs> um, so we're going to wrap things up here. Um, we're actually going to be off now um, two Sundays. We're not going to be doing this show. Um, next Sunday, we're off completely. Um, we both have things to do. Um, I'll be at the Dolphins Eagles game, so yeah, that'll be fun. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll move on to the next week when we're going to be doing the Bulldog Hour. It'll be after two weeks uh, of uh, playoff action. Hopefully, Wilson will have won both weeks, and we're, yeah, we're, we're we'll previewing a uh, yeah. District Three semifinal matchup with probably either Exeter or Cumberland Valley. Um, yeah, I'm hopeful that I think I've been on down there for two games this year. <laughs> Oh, to, to Wilson, yeah, well, I, so, I, I I expect that you're going to be a so, little bit more available yeah, now. Yeah, schedule schedule's not quite as full uh, the next few weeks. So so um, yeah, so no no nothing going on from us next week, the fifteenth, the twenty second. We'll be recording Bulldog Hour episode four. Then we'll be back on the 29th, which is interesting because we just mentioned that night is the Patriots Broncos right. game. So that's the uh, week we'll be talking weekend of Thanksgiving football. The you know the weekend after Thanksgiving is when we'll be doing this show again. So we'll talk about the three Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving games. Uh, we'll talk about the uh, Sunday afternoon games, but we'll probably talk a lot about if it goes as expected. Quite possibly, uh, what ten or eleven and zero teams facing off on Sunday night football. I hope it happens. Like I honestly, like I kind of root for those things. Now that being said, I would love to see the Eagles knock off you know New England when they play them and, and things like that. But hey, it, it's it makes for exciting games down the stretch. You know, like watching the Panthers, you know, play. Like watching Indy play. Like. Now I say Indy's another bad or not Indy Denver, Denver. is a, yeah, is a bad example because like I tend to root for Peyton Manning like I tend right. to, but like I want to see big games like I don't want to see the Bears against Chargers tomorrow like I really yeah, don't I care don't have any like, interest. but like tonight you know even if it's not a good game I'm interested because it's Denver at Indy you know like it that that game has a, there's a story there yeah, um, that one will kick so, off in about an hour I'm, and a half I'm excited about that one so. Yeah, so that that's the schedule here. Um, if we stay on track, we have it planned out that we'll be doing our fifth anniversary and two hundredth episode on like the exact weekend that the show started five years ago. That's crazy. Um, I would love to be able to do something special. Um, Justin and I need to start talking about that. And now that both of our seasons have ended or wind down. Yeah. Um, significantly, we can start planning on if we can do something special for that 200 episode. That'll be in mid mid February, I think, the weekend after the Valentine's Day. So it'd be like February 20th or 21st. I mean, a couple weeks after Super Bowl, right? So, yeah. yeah. So we'll be, you know, NFL will be over, but um, we'll see if we can do something kind of with a local flavor, just to, if we can get you know special participants or something, and do something uh, at the church again or yeah. something. We'll talk about it, but that'll be coming up because the next time we're on uh, Thanksgiving Sunday, we'll episode 192 so about two months away um anything else to add before we sign off here uh no not not really um you know i'm interested in this eagles game tonight by interested i mean terrified that they're gonna get housed <laughs> like i just i just don't i don't know i 
again, I, I think they could win, but I am not at all confident that they will. Yeah, and I mean, I that's the spirit. <laughs> yeah, yay! I I don't know what to expect either. It's and tough honestly, to, I, it's been a terrible sports weekend, so they're going to get house. Let's <laughs> put a cherry on top, or uh, they'll go up big and blow it. I, I don't know. Not not that I'm being pessimistic. Enough enough of me. I've held it together long enough. I don't need to rip the Eagles. Good, great, grand, wonderful. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for joining us. That wraps up the 191st episode of the Joe Mays and J-Raff Show. We hope you tune in every Sunday afternoon at 2 o'clock for our take on sports. Until next time, I'm J-Raff. And I'm Joe Mays. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to the Joe Mays and J-Raff Show. Don't forget, you can download each episode of the show from the podcast section of the iTunes Store. We'll see you next time, and thanks again for listening.